0: Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven fempreneurs learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Turn your dreams into actionable, marketable, and profitable plans and make your business irresistible. Welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where fempreneurs come to learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident in their business and in life. This is episode number 16, and I am so freaking excited to welcome my very, very good friend and photographer extraordinaire and the photographer responsible for the amazing images on my own website, (laughs) Jessica McIntyre. Yay.
1: hello thank you I'm so happy to be here
0: well I am super excited um, that you're here too now let me give a little background on Jessica and um, I think our friendship is a total God thing, an absolute mm-hmm. God thing. Yeah. um we go we get in the Wayback machine together. we've we've played <laughs> multiple roles in each other's lives, and we've grown together um professionally and and just you know personally as well. And um, our very first encounter wasn't really a positive one. Um, <laughs> we We kind of just didn't connect mm-hmm. at first. Um, yeah. and, but I think it's I think the reason is, Neither of us accept talk. And we <laughs> yeah. need to see action. And the minute yes. we got in a situation where we saw action in each other, we we're like, "Oh, we're besties!" <laughs> yep, boom, done. Yes,
1: absolutely, hundred percent.
0: So, um, so we've we've <clears throat> done everything. I've um, she's been a client of mine. I have been a client of hers. We've uh, worked in a corporate setting together um, for for a little bit, and um, and there's just nobody in this world whom I trust to capture me and who I am at my core and in my soul than Jessica. Now, I'm going to read you her her professional bio real quick because I know (laughs) that doesn't explain a lot to somebody um, who just doesn't know our relationship, but... Jessica McIntosh, this lovely lady who we're about to talk to, um, owns Jessica McIntosh Photography, and she's the wife of Brett and Mama to Wilder, the most adorable little boy. She is a native Nashvilleian specializing in empowering, encouraging, and investing in women through the art of photography. Her passion lies in capturing the special moments that make up a woman's life, whether it's photography, whether it's photographing her on her most important day, marking a significant milestone, or helping her confidently share her her brand, which we'll talk about today. She is dedicated <laughs> to creating fun, genuine experiences, and documenting the stories of women, women worldwide. And she she is, she is does go worldwide. And I can say that probably <laughs> the best part of Jessica's photography is that she is a perfect storyteller. So- uh, Thank you, Amber. Now that I've kind of shared a little bit of my side, why don't you tell us about you, Jessica, the woman, not necessarily about your business yet, but just yeah. a little- what's life like for you? What's everything?
1: Like? Yeah. Well, I am, like you heard, I'm a mama and I'm a wife. Um, I have a 15 month old son named Wilder. So, um, I get that, uh, life is not always glamorous and perfect. And that as women, we have, <laughs> we have uh, sick days and sick babies and husbands and lives and businesses to run. So, um, so yeah, so that's why you have this delightful, raspy voice um, that I'm sharing with you today because I have been sick, my son has been sick, and so that's just real life. Yeah. <laughs> um, We're just trying to be sultry in today's episode, that's, right. that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, you're getting my sultry voice. Um, and so I grew up in Nashville, um, I worked at a bridal boutique, and I worked in the model in- modeling industry for a long time. Um, I have worked with corporate world and and worked with amber in that capacity and so um and i've also experienced um you know my own interesting story and tragedies Uh, my dad died when i was 15 and so um for me photography kind of started out as this um beautiful uh you know fashion industry cool beautiful ways of 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 fashion and photography. And then once my dad died, it kind of took on this whole other meaning of um, remembrance and kind of a way to our past. And so me as the woman, I have kind of this battle within me. I'm going to battle. Maybe they work together really well um, to not only uh, be compassionate and care about people and their stories, um, but to also marry beauty and fashion and 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 just making things look awesome. So (laughs) there's, there's that. Um, And then working in the bridal industry um, for about five years was just huge. Um, I got to meet so many different women and learn more about fashion. And it was just, as an entrepreneur, it was amazing to get to see and learn um, in that industry. Um, And then from there, uh, just getting to be a mama and a wife over the last uh, seven years um, has been really an amazing journey. Um, and I learn more and more about myself. I think the longer I'm married or um, the more I learn that I didn't know as much as I thought I did. amen <laughs> to that, yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I and the funny thing is, the older that I get, the more I'm okay with it. I'm like, oh yeah. So um, So yeah, so that's a little bit about me.
0: I love it. So let's talk about the transition in your business maybe, because we can go way back um you, you began in 2008 and you have an extensive history in the wedding world. You had a solid reputation. Then you started moving into more of um, working and, and focusing on women and their stories and what's going on in their life. And um, and you, like I said, you did such an incredible job. It, it was so thoughtful how we went through the process. Mm-hmm. And and I have to tell y'all people, when I when I find an expert, when I really trust somebody, like I don't try to make the plan. And that's, <laughs> that's what I do. everybody knows, I'm such a control freak and I am a planner, yes. um but you know, when we talked about like with Anthony Tran who did my website, like I had to turn it over to him and just know that he was making the right decisions. And I did the same thing with you. So tell me about yeah. how you started figuring out that women especially, was yeah. more of your jam than being known as a wedding photographer.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I think like most people, you know, when you start out, you just have this, you have something that you love. And I loved photography and I loved telling stories. And I think that, you know, when I was even in high school, I think I wanted to photograph bands, you know, and then you just kind of have this, which now looking back, like I would be a terrible Band photographer, um, but looking back, you know, you just kind of had this evolution. I think you have to start doing something, and then it takes time and experience to really develop what you know and love. Um, and so, I knew that I loved telling stories, and I loved things. Just, I loved when things would happen, and I loved getting to kind of document these once in a lifetime moments that you see on a wedding day. Mm-hmm. And that was really amazing. Um, but then the more that I learned about what I really loved on the wedding day was getting to know someone super intimately. Um, so I know some photographers like I, that they can go in and shoot a wedding or an event and they don't wanna know anything about the client coming in. And that was foreign to me. Um, I realized something um, through talking with them that I can't do that. Um, in fact, I have to know my client very intimately um, and know details and not just likes and dislikes, but what makes them tick in their family life and why they're with the person that they're with, why they love what they love, why they hate what they hate, um, what makes them them. I need to know those details so that I can feel like I can authentically document what's happening And so the more I found that out, I found out through um, weddings that I just loved getting to know people um, and typically I would connect really well with women um, and I would always go to you know you go to workshops and you go to um, conferences and you you talk to people and the number one thing they're always telling you is find your niche, find your niche, find your niche and I always had a really hard time with that. I thought, well I love doing all these different things um, and then it just hit me like a ton of bricks one day. I was looking back at my body of work and I was looking back at what I loved to do and what I was the best at doing. And I noticed that every time that happened, it was when I was helping a woman um, kind of tell her story. Um, I was sitting down over coffee and we were talking. I was getting to know her and I was helping her vision come to life. You know, whether it was a a senior in high school, a woman about to have a baby or like what we did with Amber, um, which actually it was awesome because Amber's experience took two times um, for us to figure out (laughs) what she needed. And I loved it because I kept we were kind of talking through that very first time. And you, um, I was thinking, I was like, I just don't know if this feels like what she wants, but I'm going to let her do her thing. Um, And then it actually took that first time of kind of giving me the confidence to, you know what? I think I need to kind of insert a little bit more of what the direction I feel like we need to go and how I'm going to be able to pull out of her what I think she's seeing and wanting Mm -hmm. Um, and and just using that expertise to to get from point A to point B. So um, I feel like for me, this journey has just, it's taken many years. It's probably taken me about eight years to figure out. This is what I love. This is what I'm the best at. Um, and these are the people that I can serve the best. Um, and it's and it's women. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And so there's there's a couple things I want to touch on in there. And and then I definitely want to move on to all the other questions. But yeah. the the first thing um, that I want to point out that Jessica does that I preach um, is she gets to know her customer. You have to get to know your customer. Even if you have massive amounts of customers, getting to know them at that individual basis is going to help you serve the broader base much better. And so we we talk about that um, in previous episodes. And of course, I talk about it in the Bombshell Business Bootcamp. Um, the second thing is, is again, and I, I just yesterday got done recording a presentation for a virtual summit that um, that I'll be featured in. Um, in November. And I said the same thing, like, it's just, it's okay. Like if you don't know your niche yet, it's okay because you have to have those experiences to know, like, Mm -hmm. what am I drawn to? Like, you can't just one day wake up and be like, oh, this is what I like with no experience. So, I mean, yes, the riches are in the niches. Yes, you want to niche down, but if you don't have any breadth of experience to show, like who is attracted to you naturally and how you can naturally interact with somebody and find joy in that work, yep. you're going to have a hard time defining that. So just I want to give that permission. And then third, again, you know, I've I've worked in a creative director role, um, and and that's the pretty much the role that I was in when when Jessica and I worked together. So mm-hmm. I was the one that wasn't necessarily in front of the camera, I was beside the camera or even in, mm-hmm. in the boardroom figuring yeah. out the strategy and this is what we're going to do. And then I'd be there aside and be like, oh, what if we got this? So I got to be more on... The Jessica side of things, no matter what creative individual I was working with. And so I went into my own brand. I'm like, "Okay, we need this image, and we need this image, and we're going to put this image on that page. and it was it was more about, like, in my mind, like putting checks in boxes and less about mm-hmm. telling my story. and And so we did that dance that day. And, oh, yeah. And and we both, I mean, I got some beautiful images, don't get me wrong, yeah. some of those. Remember when we went to, to Nashville and got some, you looked at, you said, okay, that's Amber. And I looked at, I was yes. like, yeah, that's me. And that's yes. something important that you always say is, do you see yourself in this? Yeah. And so, Absolutely. And so we're gonna we'll get to that point. But I just want to say this: the second time we worked together, and we redid the images for my website, and I was working with Anthony Tran at Marketing Access Pass and, and redoing it, and really taking it more to the bombshell brand of you know working bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident women. Yep. I was just like, you just tell me what to do. I'm going to bring some clothes <laughs> that I feel good in. And you tell me what to do. And it was such a better experience. So all you bombshells (laughs) that are those type A's, because I know I attract you. I know that's who I work with. Let go.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: If you work with a professional and you know and you trust that person, which you should if you're paying them. Yeah. Yes. Let so, it go. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to bust into some Frozen here. We're both moms. I am. So, you know. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some common struggles that people come to you with when they're ready to get professional images, if, whether they're working on their website or maybe they just need a headshot or what, what's the angst that they come with?
1: So I think a lot of times people start out knowing that they need images or they'll see, you know, maybe there's somebody else in their genre of work and they see what they have. Um, and they want that, but they don't know how to articulate it. And so, a lot of times, women will start out just by saying, "Oh, I just need a headshot." Mm-hmm. Um, and but really, you know, a headshot is only that. It is only a headshot. Um, it's really not going to tell you a whole lot about. Um, there are things that can be communicated in that image. Absolutely. You know, that can be, you know, there can be setting, there can be um, body language and your outfit. You know, there's a lot that can be said in a simple headshot. So don't get me wrong, those are very important. Um, However, for a lot of women branding wise, you need so much more than just a headshot. Mm -hmm. We need to know who you are. You need images for your website or for Instagram or for Facebook or for your podcast or for your book. Um, Maybe you're needing images that aren't necessarily just of you looking right at the camera. You know, we need things that are going to be a part of telling a story to give clients an insight to who you are and why they want to work with you. And so I think a lot of times women they want that, but they don't know how to ask for that. And I don't think there's a lot of photographers out there that are marketing to help women figure that out. You know, that you feel like you have to kind of do this awkward dance with your photographer and inquire about like a portrait session or just headshots or just this, you um, and instead, you know, people aren't just saying, like, Okay, yeah, let me help you um, with your brand. So do you just need a headshot? Do we need to do a, a rebrand? Um, are we need to doing a headshot plus um, a little bit more of a lifestyle? You know, and I, I think asking those questions, people are afraid um, because they don't know what they need. And so I think um, I think helping women decide what they actually need versus maybe what they just think they can get by with um, is really important. You can get by with a headshot, and a headshot is super important. But what do you actually need to communicate your brand, um, and what is your business? And so a lot of times I like to start from that point with women um, to help kind of debunk this, I just need a headshot. Because a lot of times you're not happy with just that 20-minute headshot. Yeah.
0: And my headshot that I use, like my biopic, wasn't even a headshot. Like it was right. it was more of a, um, maybe not even the editorial side of things, but it was a whole body. And you zoomed in and text messaged it to me and said, there's your headshot, and yeah. that's <laughs> the one that I used. It was like, no question, there it is. So, yes. yep. um, so yeah. So if knowing that you know all the things that you know and mm. that women – have a hard time, women in general have a hard time asking for help, but maybe they're just also, you know, maybe it's an accountant or, um, somebody who really doesn't have a lot of creativity, um, as one of their greatest strengths. What can any female do to prepare, um, like what steps can they take before they even reach out to you so that they have some way of communicating with you what it is that they want?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think I would start by um, writing down, you know, if they have a website at all or if they're seeking to build one, you know, what is it that they want to communicate uh, to their audience? Who are they talking to? If it's an accountant or a lawyer, um, think about how they they want to be perceived by their audience. So I would say in those settings, you want to be perceived as professional, competent, um, intelligent. So we have all of these things, um, but maybe you want to show a fun side, you um, you know, start writing down things that you want to communicate to your audience and how you want to be perceived by them. Um, so I would start with that, start making a list, um, start making a Pinterest board. Um, if you've seen photos out there that you like, not that we're trying to copy anything, but a lot of times I'll have people that'll come with just so many ideas or they don't have, they think they don't have any ideas at all. Um, But if they can start to look at pictures of things that they like, it'll start to stir up just, oh, you know what? I really do have a voice. I do have an opinion. I like the way this looks, but I don't. Um, Because specifically in the headshot vein, I think a lot of times people think of a headshot as it has to be a solid background and kind of a fake smile and, you know, and just, and just that. Um, but it doesn't, you know, maybe we shoot something and we're, I think Amber, the shot that she uses most often, I can't remember if it's the one of you, um, is it the one of you at the restaurant?
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Yes. So like there was a lot of ambiance with that. Um, so it wasn't just a solid background and you smiling and look at the camera, you know, there was a lot of, of, um, background choices that went into that because just that headshot gives you insight to Amber's personality and where she's going to be and where might you go out with her if you were with her um, and kind of draws you in. So keeping all those things in mind, even for a headshot, it doesn't have to be boring. And so communicating, do you want just the solid background? Is that what you need? Fabulous. Let's do it. But if you also need something that's a little bit more, gives uh, more of a environmental feel to it, then I need to know that. And in order for you to see what you like and don't like, starting that Pinterest board is a great springboard to just get your wheels turning. What's out there? What are other people in my line of work doing? What do I like about that? Or what do I not like about it?
0: Well, and I know when we were working on my website, um, it, it's a balance for me because one of, one of the key things about my brand and i I'm going to like kinda almost speak in third person here and remove myself because yeah. my brand happens to be me. But <laughs> one of the things is that I'm just super professional. Like I am there's no Mickey Mousing around with me. Um and so but I don't want that to be confused with I'm not fun you know, cause I am right. Fine. And so I yeah. come with this big, bold personality, but I'm not going to be flaky. I'm going to be there early. I'm going to think about things that maybe even you didn't think about, like, especially I'm thinking like when I'm working in a corporate environment. Yeah. Um, and so how do you say I'm very professional and I'm super fun? Like, how do you say yeah. that? And so we <laughs> had to, yeah. you know, from, from, you know, I wore a cheetah print dress and that, yep. um, I have pictures on my website where I'm holding a glass of wine. Now, that's not okay for everybody, but I won't work. Most of the corporate brands I work with are hospitality. So, I mean, that's like not a thing, but if you work. That's their world. Absolutely. I mean, yep. it's almost like you you you're not legit unless <laughs> you yes. show that you drink, you know, really good red wine. Yeah. Um, but on <laughs> but on the flip side, if you work with a lot of banks, you probably don't want to be front and center with a glass of wine in your hand. So, yes. these are the type of things that if you show visuals to Jessica before you work with her, or whoever your photographer is, they can help guide you. And if you go back, there's a reason why we did these um, podcast episodes in this order. I mean, we we talk about our values and who we authentically are with, with Paul Cogliani, Um, mm-hmm. And then um, in this whole month of gratitude, which I, I, I totally missed that part in the intro because I was so excited to get to talking <laughs> to you. But this whole month is all about saying thank you to the people who have helped me shape my brand and my business and, oh, and get yeah. me to the place where I feel really good and comfortable about the message that I'm sending, um, to the world. And obviously Jessica's a huge way of, of telling that visual story, mm, but I sent you pictures and, yes. and then you'd say, um, you know, I really don't like that pose for you. Yeah. Um, and, and like some <clears throat> of the ways like that you touch your body. Cause I'm again, with the whole bombshell brand, I loathe Like I (laughs) protest with, you know, not buying from particular places and brands. I loathe the objectification of women. Yep. But I also honor and celebrate a woman's femininity. Mm -hmm. And so that's a really tight line. line. (laughs) And so I never wanted to come off like va, 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 boom. Like bombshell to me is confidence. It's not sexiness.
1: No, absolutely. And something else I also would want to say kind of in thinking how to get a woman like that first step, like what's something you can do before they contact me. And I'm happy to work through this because I feel like you and I had to work through this. Um, I I would say as women, the number one thing we want to do is we think about ourselves last so um, a lot of times this will come through in photos so for instance if I was taking photos of a woman and her family she's going to do everything in her power to her kids are going to look perfect her husband's going to have the best outfit she's going to have picked out all this great stuff and then on the way to the photo shoot she's going to be doing her hair and makeup in the car like and like eating a burrito like you know like she's (laughs) going to be you know that's just like and as women and she's going to show up and she's going to look great Um, but she's going to feel worn out Um, She's going to feel like a tornado. And you know what? As bombshells, we work it. You know, you have a Tim Gunn moment and you make it work. Um, And and as moms and as wives and as business owners, we all know what that's like. But I cannot encourage women enough that whether we are doing what you would call a simple headshot um, or a full brand um, shoot, you have got to give yourself time and permission to enjoy it and devote yourself to it. Ooh, preach. Yeah, I mean, that you have to. Because um, I think a lot of times that women will almost look at it like as this thing to get through. Like I ha- this is a necessary evil. And maybe, you know, and there's not many of us that would say, yes, I love being in front of the camera and having my photo taken and it's my most favorite thing ever. Um, very rarely have I ever met a woman that says that. Um, but do they leave with amazing images that they love? Yes. And that's usually because... <clears throat> They're not skipping out on getting your hair and makeup done. You know, you're not skipping out on really committing to looking through those images and deciding what you do and don't like. You're not skipping out on making sure you find that outfit that makes you feel good and fits your body the way you want it to. Um, You know, you can't skip out on those little things that are going to make your experience paramount. You know, those are the things that... I think a lot of times women just want to push through, and so I really encourage you through this, um, whether it's a headshot or a rebrand or a maternity session, um, you can't just rush your way through it. Um, and I think you have to be willing to give yourself time um, and acknowledge that this is important to your business. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So
0: <clears throat> I can honestly say, and, and Jessica knows so so well. Just I'm not big on being in front of the camera. By myself like I will do a mm-hmm. selfie with another person or three people <laughs> I will take a picture with a group I love taking pictures with people because in the same way as Jessica like that that documentation is so important to me but mm-hmm. again as somebody who spent the majority of her career behind the scenes and elevating other people and other brands and senior leaders or celebrities or whoever I was yep. working with I was I Like, it wasn't my job to be in front of the camera. It was my job to make everybody Mm -hmm. else look amazing. So that was such a mental shift for me. I mean, just even to go from Moxie Internal Relations, which is my legal brand name, to Amber Hurdle Coaching and Training, which... I didn't choose, my customers ch- chose because they would send me <laughs> checks to Amber Hurdle and nobody, <laughs> they would call me and be like, oh, hey, I heard the Amber Hurdle coaching and, you know, like they named me. I'm like, that's yeah. not even my, that's not my name. So I had to make that shift. <laughs> Jessica helped me mentally with that. But I can say that because I felt so prepared and I knew I was going to Katie Vellman, who by the way, is moving. She, I think she's oh, moving yeah. like this week. She I'm so broken
1: oh, oh, Fabulous, fabulous
0: hair and makeup artist. I know, she's so amazing. But um, she was there for me when I needed her so that's, yes. that's good. Um and and I felt really good about it. I was actually looking forward to it. But I can also yes. say I was freaking <laughs> sore the next day Jessica McIntosh because <laughs> let's let's go back to Jessica's background in fashion and she knows how to pose you so that you get that best angle and the best shot and you know <laughs> look the most slim and yeah. you know everything. So she contorts your body. It's not like you just stand there and you cheese grin. Like you put your, forward, your foot forward and your your shoulder forward, but then you tilt your head and then your <laughs> hips go back. And before you're like holding this yoga pose while she's taking <laughs> these pictures. And the next day, like I was physically sore. Like I felt like I worked out. I'm like, I could never be a model. That's yeah. hard. <laughs> it's hard work. It is hard work. Hard, but it's worth it. So, yeah. um, and it's important for somebody to have somebody like you that knows how to make all that magic happen. Um yeah. Okay, so we've kind of talked about the steps that you take people through when um, when you're working on website or promotional images. And I know a lot of women, when they come to me, it's because they want a next level. They, wanna, they yeah. want to scale their business or they want to maybe um, get a higher end clientele because they know I'm really good at working with luxury clientele. Yep. Um, and so the first thing is I go to their website and I'm like, okay, well, this is cute, but this is mm-hmm. not who you are and this yep. is not your story and this does not project your competency, your experience, your professionalism and all the greatness about you. So we usually dive into website. Yes. Other than like, you know, the Pinterest and really kind of trying to understand who their audience is, which I talked a lot about with Aaron in um, in our branding episode, okay. um, what what's that process? Like, how do you take them through the journey of working with you?
1: Yeah. So I think first of all, um, whether they live in Nashville or they live elsewhere, um, we want to do a consultation. So if we, if they live somewhere close, I'd love to meet up and get to know you personally. Um, but if not, then we do a Skype call, um, and we get to know each other. Um, I get to see you face to face and I want to hear about, I don't want to just hear about your brand, um, because that's important. I do want to know who, who your audience is and how you're communicating to them. But I also want to know about you. What do you do for fun? Because those are going to be hopefully the things that are coming across in your brand anyway. Um, So what's your story? How did you get to where you are? What makes you tick? I want to know you as a person. And I want to allow you to get to know me as a person because you need to trust me. Um, You need to trust me that I have your best interest in mind. Um, that I take your business um, very seriously and what you're trying to communicate very seriously, um, but that I'm also a friend, um, and so I need to I need to have that trust and that respect um, and that comfortability, and so the best way to do that with me is is just a, a good conversation, and so and that's going to happen um, whether we meet in person or do the Skype call. Um, and then you know we're gonna we're gonna start the Pinterest boards. We're gonna talk about what you need and what you want. I think a lot of times women can also get hung up on. Um, they feel afraid to probably email a photographer and say, "I'm looking to rebrand" or "I'm looking for branding" because they just see dollar signs and they get really apprehensive. That seems scary. So a lot of times p- people will email me first and be like, "So I need a headshot," but really what they mean is I need a rebrand. <laughs> um, but, they're, but they're afraid to say it because they don't know what that price tag is going to look like. So um, so know that there are there's lots of spectrums. There's lots of in between. And if you need to start with a headshot and and kind of get that. Springboard so that um, later you can get to that rebrand. Like that's okay, and and I, I can help you work through that and that understanding what you need right now to get you off the ground and going, um, and then what you're able to maybe come back and do once you know more about yourself, um, once you you know are able to invest a little bit more. Um, but don't don't feel intimidated to say what you really need, um, just because you're you're intimidated by dollar signs or that sort of thing, don't let that freak you out because that investment in your business is going to come back a million fold. Um, when people see how, in, how you have invested in yourself, um, because then they're going to know that you're going to invest just that same intensity level in them. So I think that's really important. Um, And then we're gonna walk through um, hair and makeup, you know, whether you need me to provide that for you. uh, I can send you to some places, you know, um, that do stuff kind of on the go or more quickly. If it is just for a headshot, if this is for a full rebrand, do we need to do multiple days? I know that's kind of scary, but we had to do that for Amber. Um, You know, what we wanted to showcase unless you are a full-time model, um, f- taking pictures for five or six hours is something you only do on your wedding day. <laughs> and there's a reason for it. You get tired. Um, maybe we need to take some pictures you know, early in the morning around the breakfast table, but then you also need to go out to a really cool restaurant that evening. And they all can't just happen in the span of an hour. Um, so we need to talk through what what you want to communicate, how you want to communicate it. And then, um, what does that look like? We're not going to be afraid to say this needs to happen over a two day period, um, or this needs to happen in an hour. Um, we need to really look at what you need. So we're going to have those conversations. Um, and then we're going to figure out how we're going to make this happen. Um, (laughs) you know, we have to talk about dates and, and, outfits and, hair and makeup artists and locations. um, And we're going to collaborate on that. Um, So I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. I think a lot of times people come to the photographer and just hope that they have this like grand plan and that we're mind readers. And as much as I would love to be a professional mind reader, I'm not. So I have a ton of questions for you. Um, and sometimes we're going to be like, you know, who is that person that you know that has a high rise in downtown Nashville that we could maybe get access to their rooftop for? Not that we know
0: anything things. about that. <laughs>
1: no, not at all. And so we're going to be thinking through those questions, you know, maybe something that you, in in conversation that we're having, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I know this person with the most amazing restaurant that we eat at every week that I think would be a perfect location for this, you know? And, and so we're going to talk through those kinds of things and bounce ideas back and forth. Um, and I'm going to work hard for you, but I also am going to have a lot of questions for you so that I can do that, um, that behind the scenes work. Yeah.
0: And, you know, that some of the locations which the first shoot we did do some rooftop ones and then getting back to that restaurant. I mean, that's, that's flight mm-hmm. world dining in Nashville in the Gulch and that place is very special to me. And, um, uh, the, the people who are there have just always been really great to me. And, uh, and I feel very comfortable there. Like I, I celebrated my 30th birthday there. Um, <laughs> you know, have, I've just had a lot of really meaningful experiences there and, um, you know, there's the whole hospitality side of my business. Why well, I do work with salons and spas and that sort of thing. But once I get into my Fortune 500 customers, that's more hospitality. And so, there's just a comfort level there. And I feel comfortable. I mean, go to my personal Instagram um, at Amber Hurdle, and you'll yeah. see me at a different, you know, fine dining restaurant all yeah. the time. So the that's just like that's who I am. That's what I yeah. do. And so the comfort level in that space was different than a studio for me because a studio is yes. foreign to me. Yep. And that's not really cold. Yeah. It was like, yeah. and we got some great shots there too. I mean, my, my sure. personal Facebook profile has been one of those shots, which I adore, but I, I do think that going through that process is so important and finding, you know, and finding people who will open up their doors and say, yes, you can, you can use this space because I, I mean, flight was, I think that was, we got in there before dinner service yes, and, you know, yeah, they're yeah. so gracious. <laughs> and so
1: sometimes, yes. And so sometimes it's working around, you know, weird hours. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe we can get into a restaurant that, um, you know, before they open for dining service that night and they have an amazing ambiance that we want to utilize for your photos just to help tell a story. Um, and so if they'll let us get in there, maybe while they're prepping the kitchen, Uh, that's fabulous. yeah. You know, and so it's all about kind of working around. That's why, you know, we might need to have a two day shoot because the one time we can get into this restaurant is this time, but the other photos that we need really go at this time. And so, you know, don't feel like you have to limit yourself to cramming as much as possible into this one time. Um, You know, maybe it means a couple of days or a couple of hours. And so don't be afraid of that. Um, and discussing that option. And, and like I said, we're busy women. We have a lot going on. We usually put ourselves last on the list of things to do and take care of. Um, but this investment in your brand is worth it. Yeah. And it's worth the extra time because you're going to be so much happier um, that you did that. And then you're going to have these photos to use. It's not like they're going to expire in a month. You know, you're going to have these photos to use for a year, maybe two years, maybe three years. Um, And so that two day investment is going to feel like nothing in the long run um, for the value and the impact you're going to get on those images for the next several years.
0: Yeah. I know I've, I've worn mine out, so <laughs> <But> <laughs> I was great. thinking the other day, I was like, well, from a time perspective, maybe it's about time to do this again, but I'm really liking the, the ones I already have, so we're going to try to stretch that out a little bit more, but hey, so hopefully everybody has a Scott and a Will from Flight. I'm going to give them a quick shout out and a thank you that that can do that, um, but I think this is a really good opportunity too to kind of get into, and I'm just going to say it so you don't have to, but... <laughs> Everything that Jessica just shared and all the different layers that she goes into and all the ways that she helps create that perfect environment um, for delivering the best visual representation of your brand. All of that is why you should go with a Jessica instead Mm -hmm. of your friend's brother or, you know, maybe a, a... a buddy that is, you know, a budding photographer. I mean, that's okay. And if you need to start there because you're you're just that new, then good on you and rock it. And you both can have an experience and, you know, get exposure or whatever it is that you're doing for each other. Yeah, absolutely. But there's a reason why you pay to, Mm -hmm. and, and Jessica's not expensive I mean i'm I'm not even trying to paint that yeah. picture it's just there's there's a difference between working with a professional photographer with experience and knowledge and systems and and um, intuition and then working with somebody who points a camera and takes pictures.
1: Yeah. I think there's a big difference too between a lot of times, which we all, you know, again, you all have to start somewhere. So, you know, I had to start somewhere eight years ago. (laughs) You know, we we all do. And so, um, but what changes is I feel like as you become an experienced professional. So I would consider myself an experienced professional. So when you work with me, you're not just um, getting somebody who knows how to point a camera or I have a, uh, you know, I have a good camera, um, or, you know, th- those types of things, it, it has so much more to do with experience. Um, how do I talk to you? Having worked with, you know, hundreds of women to know what it takes to get you where you need to go. And so I feel like the difference becomes taking a picture and hoping that you get something that will work versus having a photo shoot where we know you're going to leave with images that are the best representation of you. And so it's not just kind of a hope and a prayer. Um, You know, you're going to leave with an excellent product and not just maybe I'll get something that can work. Um, so yeah, so it's just, it's a completely different investment. Mm -hmm. Um, the same goes for your, your business, you know, for all the bombshells out there, whatever line of work you're in, when you want someone to come to you, you know, they're not just coming to you because you can do this one service. They're coming to you because of your expertise um, because they trust you, um, because they want the best experience possible. Um, and you, you, they have something that you can uniquely provide for them. Um, and so the same goes for your photographer. Um, you can find someone that can take a picture, absolutely. But can you find someone that's going to produce exactly what you need and give you the results that you want um, the first time? Where you feel good about it, too. Yes, you feel good. I think it's one of those things, like, you know, we talk about, like, I think some women, unfortunately, think about having their photo made maybe the same way they think about going to the gym. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But then you go and you're like, this was so great. I'm so glad I did this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's how most women leave a photo shoot with me. Um, they have a really great time um, and we have fun together. I think that's probably, I have laughing. fun. Yes. Lots of laughing <laughs> with my clients. Um so yeah, so you're going to have fun, even though you maybe don't think you're going to have fun <laughs> before you jump into it, but then you do. Um, and you feel really great afterwards. And after you get your hair and makeup done and you look fabulous, um, go out for a really great dinner. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. Yeah, don't let that hair and makeup go to waste. <laughs> go to waste. Yeah, go use that. Um, and so this, this is a good time to just kind of rebring up what I brought up earlier and I've worked with a lot of photographers over my career. Um, and some of them are just kind of like, I'm in charge. Don't question me. Like, this is, this is what we're doing. Other people are almost, um, like, is this okay? Is this okay? You know, and which puts you at, um, just kind of in a place of like, oh, is this going? Like, does this person know what they're right. doing? Yeah. Um, you have a great control over the situation while while including your subject in the process. And the mm. one thing that you do that I love um, and is you, you show me a picture or a couple pictures and you say, do you see yourself in that image? And yeah. so there's times where my husband will take a picture and he'll show it to me. I'll be like, and he's like, oh my gosh, Amber, you're so beautiful. And he'll like go to Facebook. And I'm like, do not post that to Facebook. That is the worst angle ever. I look like I'm 900 pounds in that picture. It's angled up. What are you thinking? What about that picture is beautiful to you? Like, no. And I know every woman right now is like laughing because we've all had that experience. And my husband's like, oh my gosh, but you're just so, you're so beautiful. I want to share it with the world. And I'm like, okay, dude, like, no, that's a big no, So it, it matters to me that yeah. that I it, you can think it's beautiful all day long, but if yep. I don't feel good about it, then what difference does it make? And so what Absolutely. are you looking for when you do that with your clients?
1: Yeah, that's such a great question. And yeah, the bottom line is I can think it, it's the most fabulous photo I've ever taken, but if you don't feel good about it, you're not going to put it on your website. Right. You're not going to want anyone to see it. And so if you don't want anyone to see it, I have not done my job, (laughs) (laughs) You know, like that's the opposite. We want, we want you to be proud of what you're putting out into the world. So if I have not done that job, well, why does it matter? I might as well have not taken your picture at all. Um, so I'm looking for a couple things. Um, you know, I recognize as a, as a being in front of the camera or behind the camera, you know, we all see ourselves through a skewed mirror. Mm -hmm. And so we all have a smile that we prefer, even though everyone else tells us, you know, oh, you look so great when you do that. Well, I don't feel great when I do that. And so I feel like my job is marrying this mixture of how you feel and how that's coming across in an image, how you want to be seen and how you're actually seen. Um, And then what about a photo makes you feel good enough to want to put that into the world? Um, And so I feel like when I'm asking, do you see you? I want to make sure that you look at this photo and go, yes, I feel confident about that. Um, I don't just see what other people tell me I should look like, but I feel good enough to take ownership and say, that is me in this photo. I mean, so, and that comes across in a lot of ways. It can be body language. It can be a smile. It can be a look. Um, it can be the ambiance, you know, those, all of those things. Um, and sometimes I can tell like when you, like a woman, there's a difference between kind of that smile that we feel like we're supposed to do and that real one. And when we get to that comfortable place um, where we can actually kind of let our guard down um, and let someone see that and let a real smile come out, really laugh about something, you know, and, and, or have a really serious look, you know, like maybe you just need to have this badass look and, you know, it's just, it's just killing it until we get there, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So I want a woman to feel confident enough to say, that's me. I'm putting this out in the world. And I feel great about it. And um, if we don't see that, then I haven't done my job. Awesome. Yeah, so good.
0: And there's such a difference between that and I'm the photographer, I know best. You look great in that. This is a great image. You should be happy with that because Uh, no woman wants to be should on. (laughs) that is... (laughs) We do not want to be shit on, so <laughs>
1: that is a fabulous amber hurdle Oh my gosh. That's fabulous. I love it. no, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that as a headline somewhere on my website. Stop mm-hmm. shooting on me. Yes, absolutely. Cause it doesn't matter what someone thinks you should look like if you Oh my gosh, that's so good. Oh my gosh, I can't even I just can't even. It's fabulous.
0: So we've already gone over and I'm just I'm just running with it because I just yeah. think this is so important and I'm not cutting us short. Yeah. I feel it's really important because there are so many different types of photography businesses with different models and different experience levels and you know, some people you know, I saw this today posted on Facebook. Does anybody have any recommendations of a photographer? I want the kind who just hands you the disc and gives you mm-hmm. permission to use all the images. Right. Okay. And then you have some photographers who say, well, this is my work and I am giving you limited rights to this work. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different layers of what you yeah. should look out for, even from a legal perspective that I yeah. don't think a lot of bombshells really understand, um, and, and know to ask about. So tell us all what should somebody expect from a photographer and what should somebody not expect from a photographer?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question too. So, um, different photographers do operate in different ways. Um, so I'm of the mindset that, um, I want my clients to have the images that they need to use, In the capacity you need to to use them. And in this day and age, that is digital. Um, So, you know, it's silly for me to hand you a book of prints um, because you want to post them on Facebook. You know, that's just silly. So digital for me in the capacity of branding for bombshells is is the way to go. Um, So what does that mean? Um, So when a photographer takes your picture, most of the time, if you've signed a contract, within that contract, there's a model release, which gives the photographer permission to photograph you and permission to use those images. And that those images, as long as they have taken them, belong to the photographer. It kind of operates the same way um, that a songwriter does. So if I wrote a song, but someone else sings it, I still wrote the song. Mm-hmm. Does that make
0: sense? Yeah. And that's a good time to just say, <laughs> if you're starting to work with a photographer and you do not have a legally binding contract, that's yes. your first red flag. Okay, yep. carry
1: on. <laughs> yes, you need to have a contract for sure. Um, and you need to talk about how you want to use the images. So that's also something really important that actually I probably should have said back in step one, which is when you're writing down things that you do or don't like, you need to t- talk about how how you're going to use these images. Are these going to be used as a Facebook... Um, Profile picture? Is it going to be your cover photo? Are these going to be used on a podcast? Is this going on a billboard? Is this going in a brochure? Is this going on a business card? Um, does this need to be landscape or horizontal? Um, because if you don't discuss those things ahead of time, then your photographer, you know, maybe they have a certain style and they're shooting like really tight and getting you know, all these great close up, headshot images. But then if you need it to fit a certain format and you didn't tell your photographer that ahead of time, you may not get the size image that you need to fit what you want to do? Do I need to leave a lot of space because this could potentially go in a magazine and we need to have room for copy? Um, You know, those are all really important questions that you need to decide on. And some of those may be unknowns. Maybe you need to say, you know, sometimes I want to want to use these for Instagram, but I don't know when. So I'd like to have a little bit more space so that if I need to write something or I want to have room to do that. So it's really important to discuss those things. And it's also important to discuss those things because. A lot of times um, photographers, you will see sometimes some people will say, you get low-res web-ready files, or do you get high-res print-ready files? And so if you're only getting low-res web-ready files, that means you're only getting them to use on the internet. Yeah. Um, and if you go to print those files whether it's a magazine, a brochure, a business card, a banner, a A huge banner
0: banner that needs to be a super huge file to make it not pixely. If you're going to like a convention or something,
1: exactly. Or a billboard, whatever. Um, then you're not going to have the right resolution that you need um, to, to print those images. And so those are a few things you need to talk through. Are these going to be used exclusively for web? And can you only use digital or are these going to possibly use for print? And you need the high res file to do that. So different photographers operate in different ways. Um, I don't have an option where they're just digital only. I only do high res files. Um, and for my clients, I have different options. You know, whether you're getting a headshot session, maybe you only need three of those files. Maybe you want to buy all of them. Um, and the same thing goes for branding. Um, I try to include in all of my collections that you get, you get some images um, and that just depends on what you're doing. And then if you decide after our shoot that, no, I want all of these pictures or I want 20 of these pictures, then that's available for you to get and to decide on. So there'll uh, be what
0: different you- pricing structures based on how many they actually want in the end.
1: Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that goes from, I would say the majority of photographers operate that way. Um, And also something that you need to talk to your photographer about um, that people wouldn't think about that's not super common. But for instance, if you're going to use an image um, for a CD cover or for a book or for a t-shirt, those are things that are going to be resold, And so that could possibly need a... um, a print usage agreement. And so there's a possibility that there could be a royalty on that that the photographer would need to for however many um books are sold or how many t shirts are sold because that's being their image is not just being put online. It's now being used in as a product. It's being resold. Um so those kinds of issues may also come up. Um and as you know as a courtesy to any business, I would say sometimes we get nervous talking about those things because we don't know what the financial impact is going to be. But nobody wants to feel kind of you know cheated or slighted. And so just be honest. Um, or if you find out later that I'm going to have a book coming out and I'm going to be using one of the photographer's images, um, you need to make sure in your contract that you have permission um, to use that image in that way. Um, and not just kind of hope to slide it by without them knowing about it. And and most of the time, you know, photography is always out to get you. Um, they just want to get compensated for the way that they need to pay their family or, you know, take care of their family. So finding out those things ahead of time are, are huge. Um, and it can feel kind of scary or unnecessary if maybe you're thinking, oh, I just want to use these pictures for my online marketing. Um, but finding them out ahead of time is super important. So... Um, So yeah, I operate in the digital world because I feel like that's what most people need these days.
0: Yeah, and you know, and I say this all the time, and uh, I'm, I am, as you know, the plan Nazi. But you've got to think things through to the end of the story. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like when we were kids and we had the choose-your-own-adventure stories. You've you've got (laughs) to, like, you know what, you know what end you want when you reread that book, and so you have to choose, you know, the right. Pages to skip to in order to get to that end story because you don't want the sad story, and so right. you've got that's it, your business is the same way in every capacity, and um, you know even down to working with a photographer. Just there's so many different ways that you could end the story early and and yep. get get a pit stop right right smack in the middle of the book, and you want to get to the <sighs> happy happily ever after. So yes. you've, you've got to think about how you're going to get there, and the and and so that's huge conversations and also why, um, uncle Bob probably shouldn't be the person who is taking pictures when you're talking about your (laughs) business needs.
1: So, um, how can people go ahead? Oh, I was going to say one more thing too, is just, um, also when you're working with a professional kind of versus the uncle Bob, um, a lot of times people think they need to ask for the raw files. Um, but that's a, if you're working with a professional, you do not want the raw files. (laughs) Um, and you also don't want Quote unquote, all of the images. Um, You want your photographer, because what you've hopefully paid them for is their eye and their expertise, and you're paying them for their time to go through and find the best images and to edit those images accordingly, because hopefully you've picked them also because of the style and the representation that you've seen on their portfolio. So you want them to do their job, and that means um, delivering high-res images and not the raw files. Um, You don't want the raw files. You don't want every picture they've taken um, because that means more work for you. Um, And also in in those situations where you've signed a contract, um, editing the images after the photographer has delivered a final product to you um, is kind of a a slap in the face. Yeah. Um, And so if they've delivered um, beautiful images to you, please, for the love of sweet baby Jesus, do not take it into Instagram and put on the whatever filter um, just because that sounded really fun. So um, so yeah, so they've delivered a beautiful style product to you based on what you said you um, wanted and hopefully you picked them because of that awesome eye that they have and the work that you want them to do for you. Uh, so let them do it and, and, and trust them enough um, to deliver that. Hopefully- working with a professional and not uncle Bob, there's that trust involved.
0: Yeah, totally. So I know after listening to this, women around the world are going to be like, okay, well, (laughs) clearly I need to work with Jessica. So how can people, where can people find
1: you? Yeah, so they can find me um, on my website. It's just jessicamacintosh.net. Um, and you can contact me through the website or you can contact me at jessica at jessica net. You can shoot me an email um, and start a conversation. You can find me on Facebook at um, jessica Photography. Um, And on Instagram at at Jessica Ray, and Ray is spelled R-A-I. And I know Amber Hurdle is going to have all these social connectors for you. All the show notes, absolutely. Yes, yes. And so, um, yeah, start a conversation. Let me know about you and your business. What are you looking for? If you don't know what you're looking for and you just need to start a conversation, great. Um, I don't charge for consultations. So if somebody just needs to talk to me. I also don't assume that when somebody reaches out to me to ask a question that they're going to hire me. Um, I think I need to gain your trust. You need to see my work and maybe even hear some of what my vision is, uh, for your business before you put money on the table. I think that's really important. Um, so, so yeah, don't, don't hesitate just to reach out to start a conversation with a photographer because I think most of the time we want to know you and what you need before we say, yeah, let's move forward because yeah. I want to make sure I can deliver that.
0: And it's a good fit for both sides because it's yes. also painful. Like, I don't take on every client that comes my way either because yeah. I know that I'm going to be miserable or not get the result for that person that they need. And then what fun is that? You know, yeah, so. right. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> and in my world, like, I do a mix. You know, if you find me on social media, you're going to see. You're, you're going to see my work and what I'm doing, but you're also going to see my family um, and the crazy adventures that we have and all the probably way too many pictures of my son. So I apologize in advance. <laughs> um, but that's my life and that's what I do. Um, and that's, you know, I want to connect with the clients that I work with, not just on a business level, but on a personal level. And so you're going to see a lot of my my voice and my life um, and what I love and what I evangelize um in my website and in my social media. So that's just kind of going to bleed away, bleed out into everything I do. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Awesome. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for your, um, very precious time, um, mm-hmm. to help serve bombshells through explaining this process and sharing yourself with us. Um, I very much appreciate you being a guest on the show.
1: Thank you. And it's fabulous.
0: Absolutely. Um, I think we just, we tend to be fabulous together, Jessica. <laughs> of, course. of course. And to all yes. of you bombshells out there, I do encourage you, um, check out the show notes. Um, you go to amberhurdle.com forward slash podcasts with an S and you can find um, all the different ways that you can get a hold of or, um, uh, you know, like internet stock, Jessica. and <laughs> um, And then you can also figure out, you know, this... This is a process, and you know we've gone through November, just going through all the the different steps. I think it's important for you to take when you're branding or rebranding or elevating or next leveling, um, yeah. and you know that's all that's what the bombshell business bootcamp is about. So you can also go to um, my work with me page in the very first. Uh, icon you will see is the Bombshell Business Bootcamp. And I want you to click on that and give it a look. Because if you're looking at working with a branding expert about creating a new logo, about maybe shifting the type of clientele that you want to work with, um, elevating the experience of your website, um, ensuring that your customer service is on par to where it needs to be, then you need the bootcamp, sister. So, um, uh, uh, you know, I love doing this podcast for free because I understand not everybody can afford to work with me. Um, But if you are going to be intentional and take your business seriously and what you really want to accomplish, then I highly encourage you consider um, becoming a bombshell and working with me in that capacity. So we will see you next week. Keep being amazing. Keep being bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident because you sister rock just the way you are. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.
1: Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit amberherdle.com for more resources and be sure to tune in again. Cheers to you, bombshell.